You are now listening to Creator Corner. Welcome to Creator Corner. I'm Mary. And I'm Nadia. And today we're That's right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and today we're me. super <laughs> today we're super excited to have Trey Mercy, the artist, who's a multimedia artist based out of upstate New York. And Trey's work revolves around creating digital art, mango comics, and books, and as well as creating music. So welcome to the podcast, Trey. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we are so excited. Yeah, we're so excited to have you on here. We want to learn a little bit more about your creative journey. Um, but before we jump in, we like to start with a little, a quick rapid fire question. Um, so, quick question here: If you could collab with any digital artist or musician, who would that be? A uh, musician I would actually collab with, I would honestly say K. Cuddy. Hmm. Mm-hmm. How come? Or is there any particular reason? Honestly, he's because his his voice, like his voice, is able to uh, project into the form of like harmonizing. Mm-hmm. So like, even like when he's humming on the sound, it just sounds amazing. Like it's just catchy. Like yeah. I could probably listen to a song of him just humming alone, and it'll probably be. Like one of the best songs I heard. <laughs> y- no, y'all can harmonize me. well together then. <laughs> awesome. Well, awesome. we'll we'll jump in and you know Trey, like I said, really excited to have you on the podcast. We did a, a little bit of research on your website, um, so we you know we explored some of your artwork that's on there. But we are so curious to hear a little bit about you know your journey growing up in terms of what were some of your creative outlets as you were growing up. So growing up, I've always had a, I always had like an interest in art at mm-hmm. first. Um, so I grew up watching like Power Rangers, uh, Dragon Ball Z, Pokemon, mm-hmm. and it was always a thing for me to be like. At first, I was like, I want to be in that show. I want to be in it. But then it got to a point where I actually want to make a show that can be compared Mm -hmm. to those. Mm -hmm. Um, And then growing up, I didn't really have like the uh, like the finances to actually like buy like toys and things like that. So I actually had to get creative and actually make Mm -hmm. paper, like paper toys Mm -hmm. myself. So that's like where the skill from drawing kind of came in. That is, that's amazing. Just the creativity of, you know, doing that yourself on the paper. And I, I imagine you were, you're probably letting yourself go off there in terms of adding your own <laughs> spin to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely did. So. Yeah, just kind of curious, um, Trey, like how did your experience, um, you know, creating your own tours or creating your own um, kind of art really impact the way you create your style uh, the way you're an artist now uh just being able like then it was kind of more i was more focused on like trying to mimic and copy certain uh like certain toys that i wish i had Mm -hmm. um then it got to a point where it's like if i can create if i could create this you know what's stopping me from creating my Mm -hmm. own um and then from there it kind of just i took like a small break in between like art um 
like the older you get you know you go through school and things like that so i took like a big pause in between uh, and then i like finally picked it back up uh when it's like 2000 2015 2016 mm-hmm. yeah that's you know i appreciate you sharing that because from in speaking with other artists the, their creative journey has you know lots of ups and downs and a lot of folks always pivot and do a couple of things but you know you always come back to art in in terms of coming back to your artistry and evolving that and so i'm so curious in your own words how would you describe your current artistic style artistic style um i would have to say uh, i wouldn't even consider it modern um a modern day style um not even western it's like a very mixed mm-hmm. um especially when it comes like doing digital art because i'm inspired by a lot of different like cultures a lot of different artists and a lot of the times i'm i end up combining mm-hmm. Mm-hmm everything into one yeah no that's awesome and i think that's what was interesting when we were doing a bit of research is a lot of like artists we've talked are very niche they have you know they're a fashion designer or they make music but with you it was like um you're a multimedia artist so can you describe that journey of you becoming a multimedia artist instead of having one specific niche yeah, so when I first started doing uh, digital design, I was actually just doing it for, you know, like fun, mm-hmm. you know, trying to perfect my craft doing it. Um, then it got to a point where I started doing uh, projects for, uh, like the place I lived in, in upstate New York, uh, I did t-shirts for the festival that they had. It was like a mm-hmm. summer festival. Um, and from there, I ended up doing a project with the police department that was there, like work on their flyers, things like that, mm-hmm. uh, the fire department. So it, at that moment, it was kind of like, okay, well, as a digital artist, I can see how far it can go. I can see there are people that are interested in it. Um, so I just continued to do that. And along the way, um, one of my friends actually brought the idea back to me again because in middle school we actually worked on a project um like a very small flip book <laughs> like a comic book kind of mm, thing mm-hmm. uh, so then he brought the idea to me it's like since you're doing digital art maybe we should actually look into making a book now you know mm. now that the talent is there the uh tools that we needed so we ended up working on that project for a little bit um kind of took a little bit of time to get to where I am now with it only because it definitely making making a book isn't something you just jump right into it mm-hmm. definitely takes at least a couple months process to even have a story mm-hmm. written down mm-hmm. uh, before doing like character designs and anything like that um, so that was my digital art uh, aspect the music part actually kicked in more recently because I used to do poetry in high school mm-hmm. um, but I was always a little bit like nervous to actually <laughs> put it out there so I kind of kept that side of like poetry just kind of to myself mm-hmm. um when I went to Toronto I went took a trip to Toronto back in last year 2022 um in July and I actually got to hang out with one of my favorite artists oh, wow. um so we actually got to sit down conversate um 
And I, at that moment, I was like, you know, maybe we should, you know, work together and see what we can come up with. But at that moment, we were in two different forms of art. Because mm. um, I was more focused on digital art and he was in the music world. Mm. So enabled for me to be able to work with him, I had to step out of my comfort zone and jump into the music mm. world. Mm. So I, I just kind of taking it more serious from there. Um, kind of perfecting my own, like listening to myself over and over, uh, making sure that everything I write down actually will grab people's attention. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I've been working on that. I just released uh, a couple songs not that long ago. Uh, I want to say back in September, I released an EP. Um, That one actually did better than I thought it would. Mm -hmm. So I was actually kind of surprised on that. Um, But it also helped me, like, kind of know like okay this is what I need this is what attracts this crowd this is what attracts this crowd I need to be able to combine one sound and the other to kind of pull everyone in mm-hmm. so the music the music world started from there uh, modeling I recently got into that this year as well <laughs> that one was kind of it just happened it wasn't supposed to happen but it happened <laughs> uh, I, I went out I met somebody and I was like, yeah, like, you know, trying to get familiar with the area, see if there's any other creatives I can meet. Um, and he put me in a group chat uh, full of people. So I'm like, okay, maybe somebody in here is an artist. No, yeah. everyone was a model. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, all right, well, uh, they started putting out flyers, like, oh, you should go to this event, like, try it out. I was like, uh, sure, why not? Let's see what happens. I went to my first audition, made it in somehow, somehow. Oh, wow. <laughs> and from there, it kind of just took off, so. Now, that's, that's it. Yeah, it sounds like there was just a lot of different opportunities that came up, and you were just like, why not try it? Mm-hmm. It aligns with being creative and being an artist, so that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was just getting to mention that, um, you know, the evolution of your artistry, even from you know, in the beginning, like making your own drawings based on toys to then making like a flip book in middle school and coming back to that around, but continuing to to evolve is super incredible. So thank you for sharing that story of that evolution and how you've come today to be a musician, a, a model, um, and also, you know, making your own drawings and manga comics. So that's, that's super dope. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm so curious, I'm sure in that journey, there's been, you know, lots of ups and downs, especially as you've evolved in your artistry. Can you share a little bit about perhaps some of those initial challenges that you've had in terms of either pivoting or, you know, and I mentioned very briefly, like having to take some time off your artistry, would love to just hear a little bit about that. Yeah, uh, so when I took time away from my art, um, it was back in 2012. Uh, my brother actually, my brother and my cousin had both passed away um, in the same night. So it was a moment for me to kind of step back and kind of focus on what was at that moment, you know, in high school, I was definitely more on the reckless side. I wasn't like more, I was caught up with so many like with my friends out late hanging out things like that um so it kind of gave me a a moment to like step back and realize okay there's definitely more to life than what I'm looking at right now 
and it's like an eye opener. Like some people, when things like that happen, they take it in a negative way and it kind of holds them back. Um, I was able to turn that into a positive actually and kind of tell myself that, you know, I need to make a better life choice for myself. And because I want him to experience it with me, I'm gonna, you know, take take advantage of any opportunity that comes in front of me. So from there, I just decided like, okay, I'm good at art. Let me take advantage of it. Let me put myself back into the art world and see what I can create, see what, uh, who I can become that, you know, someone that I can be proud of and that he would be proud of. Yeah, no, that's amazing, Trey. And thanks for sharing that. Um, I think a lot of, a theme that we've we've had in previous conversation is art is definitely, or artistry and creativity is such a healing outlet. Um, and a lot of creatives really channel, you know, whether their past experiences or whether they're, whatever they're going through in the past or present, they channel it through their art. So it sounds like you've done the same to get to where you're at here. So it's really nice to hear that. Um, but I guess with that, as you know, as you're creating your digital art and there's a dedication portion of it to you know your your family, um, what kind of emotions are you looking to you know really elicit from your audience when they look at your art or when they hear your music? Um, what, what are those like emotions you want you know your audience to be captivated of? Uh, so when it comes to my art, um, especially for more like for my comic book, I actually want them to the story that I based it on. Um, it's kind of like a, it's a made-up world, but at the same time, I include a lot of uh, like issues that we have with today's society. Um, included with it um, experience that I've actually gone through uh, grown also like college high school like afterwards I kind of became antisocial so I kind of made my character the main character the same exact way like very antisocial trying to become a perfectionist but knowing it's impossible to ever be perfect Mm-hmm. Um, so I ended up trying to base all my characters around trying to prove to him that you don't have to be perfect, mm. you know, for people to love you, for people to pay attention to you. Yeah, I, I appreciate you sharing that. And what's so incredible, and excuse the cat here in the background, <laughs> um, but what's what's really incredible <laughs> about that is just like, what is that? <laughs> is, is the ways that, you know, your artistry reflects who you are, your character, and you know you can see that in the stories that you're sharing with, with the world in terms of, you know, just the the manga aspect of it. Um, so it's really like Mary said, we talked to some artists, and it's always so interesting to understand the ways that their personal life is also embedded in in the artistry. In terms of, oh my gosh, <laughs> in terms, in in terms of your musical. You know, you mentioned your, the recent EP you dropped, which a big congrats on that. I'm sure that's a huge, huge mm-hmm. feat to to drop <laughs> this the, that that work of art. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? I'm excited about that. That sounds like you know a big project. How did it feel to drop that? What was you know the process in making that? So it actually felt good to drop. The process was 
a very lengthy process. <laughs> so I actually recorded my first song probably like two years ago. Mm. Uh, actually, like right before COVID hit. Um, so I recorded my first song, and like the more I listened to it, I was like, "This actually doesn't sound bad." <laughs> you know, let's see what I can do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I released it. It got a little bit of, you know, attention. A um, couple months later, I got my tonsils mm-hmm. removed. So my voice oh, actually didn't sound the same. Yeah, it was bad. So, That's wild. Yeah, it's funny because I actually, they got removed the same day Trump shut everything mm. down. So that was the I universe was telling you something. Yeah. Slow down. <laughs> <laughs> like, chill. <laughs> so it was, it was a journey trying to get my vocals back mm. to make it sound the way it did before. But it was like impossible. So I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna try to record it again and just use my natural tone that I have. Um, I released a song early this year. Um, then my producer was telling me like, maybe you should do a song a month and then release an album. And I was like, well, maybe if we do two or three songs and then give it like a break, and then might, you know, drop like an EP for now just to see like dropping the EP was more of trying to see what sounds mm-hmm. does everybody like because mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. nine times out of ten when I'm writing uh, the process is it's weird how my process is I write as if I'm writing for somebody else so like mm-hmm. I would write it as if okay what would they sound like to this specific beat mm-hmm. and then I would start writing like lyrics as if I was them. Oh. It messes me up because I know I don't sound nothing <laughs> like them. So it's like, okay, now I gotta somehow see if I can make myself sound like them or make it fit my tone mm. at the same time. Um, so this first one was just seeing which, what does everybody like? Do they like the upbeat music? Do they like mm-hmm. R&B kind? Are they more emotional? Are they more into like you know, something they could listen to in the car with the windows down kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, and I kind of got a vibe from it that everybody liked the emotional mm-hmm. side of me. Um, and I guess it's just more of, like, my experiences and what I've gone through are very similar to what other people have gone through as well. So they kind of mm-hmm. like hearing it versus, you know, the upbeat music is like, yeah, it's nice and all, but kind of not what I want to hear right now. Mm-hmm. So I was able to pull you know, take advice from different people that were listening to it and notice that, okay, they like this specific tone that I use, but they like this kind of melody. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, that's interesting um, because I think a lot from what I'm hearing now is people really do like lyricists or or people who can, if they can connect to the lyrics, if they can connect to, like, what, you know, the artist is trying to convey, it goes a longer way than dropping you know like just beats and beats so i think the combination right. of can you connect with my lyrics but also have a bop you know that people can yeah just resonate with i think goes a long way so that's cool that you you had like some test trials and figuring out what what lane you should go into and what, what people like so yeah so it was uh, pretty pretty nice to be able to do so now moving forward it's like okay i know um what i need to do moving forward for the next album that i'm actually working on now um i just released a song 
last last week. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just released one last week. Um, and now moving forward, it's like, okay. I'm thinking I'm just gonna work on a R and B album, mm-hmm. but I'm also gonna make it like include like situations that I've gone through as far as like relationship problems, um, and distancing myself, bringing myself back into the world, just being able to share like share my emotions out like that. Yeah, yeah. I look forward to it. That sounds super exciting. Um, can you tell the audience a little bit about that most recent song you released? I want to make sure that folks know what to look for and that they're they're going on Spotify <laughs> and finding the track too. <laughs> so it's on all platforms. It's on Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube. Um, it's called Two AM. Okay. <laughs> so when I first made it, yeah. So I first made it and. I was when I first started writing it was probably like the summertime and the more I was like I continued to write to it I'm like you know what this kind of gives me Mm -hmm. like a memory Mm. so it took me back to when I was actually in Toronto um so I was like you know what let me actually write about my experience um because I actually enjoyed myself like in Toronto that was probably one of the best vacations I might have had um or just places I went to, I went to in general. Uh, every time I went, I've always met new people. Mm-hmm. Uh, the friends I have, they are amazing. Everyone is welcoming, friendly. I've never had any bad experiences there. Um, so I was like, you know, I'm gonna write about it. And I was able to actually turn it into kind of like a, like one of those fancy, <laughs> fancy songs you listen to. Have them put on a suit and tie kind of thing. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, I'll definitely have to listen to it for sure. Yeah, and it, it definitely <laughs> sounds like you know coming back to what inspired the music in Toronto. So, a little bit of that that throwback yeah. there. Yeah, <laughs> definitely a full circle moment. In terms of your artistry trait, I'm so curious. Have you had any collabs with any musicians or any any other collaborations with other artists? Because I know you mentioned you were you were looking to tap into the creative community. Um, can you share a little bit about those experiences collaborating with others? So, a lot of my songs I don't have anyone featured on it just yet. Um, there are a couple of people that I am working with now at the moment. But a lot of my collabs came from me doing uh, cover art mm. for these other artists. Um, so I was doing like their That's album cool. covers, uh, single covers, um, clothing designs that they wanted to release, um, tattoo designs that they wanted. So a lot of them I ended up working with um, artists in Atlanta, LA, uh, Vancouver, Toronto, overseas. Um, so it's, it's been quite a journey being able to work with them. Mm-hmm. And over time, it's kind of been like one of those, I kind of want to collab with these people more than just yeah. doing art for them. So at one point, like I thought about it, like, okay, maybe I should get into the music world. And I'm like, eh, nah, maybe <laughs> not. Maybe I, I'll stay over here in my lane. And then I started to think about it again. And then finally, it kind of clicked. And I'm like, I just had a fear. I think my biggest problem was I had a fear of actually releasing music. So I was like, maybe I won't. Everybody loved me as an artist, but I didn't know if anybody would love me as a musician. Mm. So I was kind of like nervous, like, I don't think people are going to like how I sound. Well, maybe they're just going to look at me like it's not for me. But at that mm. point, it was kind of like, 
I gotta let go of that fear because it's not even about them really it's mm-hmm. kind of more about me and, and expanding myself as an artist yeah no that's that's amazing I mean now you can be not only the, their digital artist for their cover but you can do a collab with them so it's like um definitely the best of both worlds but I guess with that Trey so I mean you have multiple different creative pursuits you know whether it's your digital art now your music um I guess I'm I'm curious like how does having multiple creative pursuits really allow you to expand your creativity but also like how do you prioritize like what you should be um focusing on for like that given moment it's very sporadic <laughs> I don't even have like a set schedule based on anything because my time is very my time is split completely mm. into like everything so I may spend like I try to tell myself I, I have alarm clocks like set especially like when I get home from work and stuff All right, I gotta spend an hour gotta spend an hour drawing I gotta mm. you know make a sketch or I might have to do an hour on the comic book um mm have to look up what other uh events are coming up for modeling uh when the audition what time these auditions are early so i can actually take the time i need to go to them uh for music music is happening that is most that's the only thing that i don't really have to worry about because that happened i could be driving in the car and i just start thinking to myself i think of Mm. something Mm -hmm. instantly write it down or i'm in the kitchen or in the shower or something it just comes to me like, All right, let me write that down I'll come back mm. to it later so it's kind of hard to focus on one specific thing um, which kind of it, it is challenging because it's like I want to learn and actually perfect it but mm. I feel like because I'm only spending so much a little time it's hard to even put like put so much effort into one thing and a lot of the time people I know a lot of people are telling me like you gotta pick one you gotta just pick one <laughs> kind of hard to like I'm happy <laughs> with every single one I can't I can't just settle for one just yet mm-hmm. yeah I like that you say that because yeah I think it, it is really cool that you have multiple outlets that you're not just you know in one specific area and sticking with it sticking with it and even it sounds like with music it came so organically and it has expanded as something that you know seems like it's coming really naturally to you so yeah i think you know, that's incredible because we've talked to some artists as well and they're like no i can't just do one thing i have to continue to you know scratch mm-hmm. that itch and continue to create and um build some more so yeah i i think that's that's really cool that you're like yeah no i'm not gonna stay in my lane i'm gonna continue to explore a bunch of yeah. different areas <laughs> you know it, yeah, there's no need yeah, to like pigeonhole yourself either to be like, I'm only a digital artist. Like, why can't you be a little bit of both? Like, do you want to do music part time here, do digital art here, and then model here? So, I don't think, yeah, I don't think there's no right or wrong in terms of you having to pick one as long as it aligns with what you want to do at the end of the day. Yeah. I mean, they all, they all definitely align. The end goal is you know very much the same for each and every single one of them but you know once i actually hit the the goal i need for one i'm always going to circle back to the other one and put more focus into that one and then circle back again to the other so one way or another the end goal is still going to be the same for every single one of them that's amazing and you know as we're 
looking towards wrapping up a little bit. You know, we've gone through a little bit of a journey hearing about how you, how you started and, you know, currently some of the focus in your creativity around music. But if you had any advice for any younger creators around that you would share having gone through this journey of creativity, you know, what would be that advice for our, our young creators out there? My advice for any young creator, don't limit yourself. Like, don't let anyone tell you that, you know, because they did it and it didn't work for them, it's not going to work for you. Mm. You know, take that, no matter what you do, you're going to have to take a sacrifice or a risk at some point. And if you're going to take one, take one that's going to benefit you. Take one that you can learn from. Yeah, no, that's that's definitely like again, it resonates with a lot of artists who either has even quit their jobs to pursue their artistry full time, and they're like, I'm taking this leap of faith, and it is what it is. But this is what I want to do, yeah. and this is, um, you know, what they see themselves doing, and they have that drive for it, and it brings a lot of joy to them. So, like you said, why why limit themselves? So, yeah. I guess, I mean, you already have a lot of different pursuits, but is there anything else you're going to add on to your your creativity? <laughs> you're going to um, start I, so cooking this, shows? Or so <laughs> no, I'm so at this moment, the next venture that I'm going to go oh, into, wow. I actually have a, <laughs> I actually have a audition coming up for it. Um, I'm actually going to get into acting. Shut up! No <laughs> way. I'm like, where do you where do you find 24 more hours in the day? Like, <laughs> I have no I have no idea how I'm gonna make it there, what I'm gonna have to give up at that moment. But I got in contact with someone who's working on a mm. Christmas film for next year. A lifetime um, film over here. You were asking if I wanted a part. <laughs> but yeah, so. we get a catch tray on Lifetime next time. So that's my next. <laughs> For real. <laughs> oh wow. So, well, that's, it's, it's that's a journey. amazing. It's definitely a journey. Yeah, I love. So acting is I next. I was gonna say I love that you had an answer ready for that. Like you, like oh yeah, I already, I already no. know what's next for me. Um, you know. But I, I'd love for you to leave leave us with a little bit of, you know, a sneak peek into what to expect with this R&B al- album. You know, what are you most excited about when it comes to this next creative pursuit? Mm-hmm. Or anything yes, you have upcoming nice. too with your comic, with your mango. Oh, man, with, I mean, now we know you're, you're acting <laughs> soon, potentially. Yeah, there's a lot, actually. Uh, so the next thing I'm about to do, actually, for my comic book, I'm actually, I was going to release the book in full. Um, I'm actually going to release mm. the next chapter. Mm. I'm actually going to do chapter by chapter uh, every month now. So I'm going to drop one chapter a month on the 19th of every month. Um, okay. And then for the album, this one, I'm actually going to go a little bit more in mm. depth vocally. So instead of me just being lyrical, I'm actually going to start I've been taking singing lessons, so mm. I'm actually going to throw that in there as well. But that one's going to be more focused on more of like the love side of like me looking for love, the best way I find love, uh, the regrets that I have through it, uh, heartbreaks that I've experienced, heartbreaks that I've caused. So it's going to be more strictly on that. Dang, you're going to have people <laughs> simping. 
album. I mean, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want nobody to sing. But no, I'm know, kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, yeah, take a little, a little initiative. So, <laughs> no, that's that's yeah. That means we're looking forward to just hearing more about the album and when it released too. So that's awesome that you have it, um, like lined up in terms of what you want to produce or what you want to create for your next album and also for your comic book yeah thank you so much for sharing that walking through your creative journey with us we really appreciated your time on the podcast would love to just hear a little bit about where our audience can find you on social media as well uh so uh, thank you for having me i should say i definitely appreciate it um, and my social media um, it's going to be Trey Mercy the artist for everything um, YouTube Instagram, Facebook uh, TikTok even Every, everything's going to be Trey Mercy the artist awesome and then just to wrap things up we always ask this question with our guests um, in five words describe your creative process in five words <laughs> Probably it'd have to be the most spontaneous process. That's ever. good. Perfect oh, five wow. words there. That's <laughs> yeah. Full that's sentence. Yeah. That's a that's a first one. We've never had a phrase. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's awesome. That's super awesome. Well, this was great, Trey. Again, we appreciate you just sharing more about your journey as a multimedia artist. I mean, sounds like there's never room to always expand your creativity and i think we heard that as you're sharing you know your process and continuing to add on to your creative pursuits again i don't know where you find the extra time but that's that's pretty amazing (laughs) that's a talent i I don't know either it just happens but i mean i just take take it as i can really Yeah, as, as Mary mentioned, we're, we're so grateful that you jumped on the podcast. Thank you so much for reaching out to us. It, it was really exciting to just hear more about you. And I'm going to go look through your album, go go, go check it out. And I'll, I'll share my feedback as well. Not, not that you asked for it, but I'll share it. Um, but <laughs> I appreciate all feedback. I appreciate it. And I do appreciate you having me on this uh, the show as well. And it was amazing. And it was a pleasure to meet both of you as well. Awesome. Thank you so much. Appreciate it, Trey. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Creator Corner is a podcast production presented by the Ars Network. It is hosted by Dale Zaragoza and Mary Figueroa. This podcast is edited and produced by Muhammad Abdullah Kawish.